You're listening to Season 4, Episode 3. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Shop. My name is Therese and I am a business mentor and I help my clients start and grow their wholesale. This week's episode is another solo episode and I'm going to be talking about scaling a handmade business. Often asked if wholesale could work for your business and I think the first thing to consider if you do want to think about wholesaling is whether you can actually scale your business and the steps that you can take to make that happen. So I'm going to go through a few different things with you and hopefully you will pick up some tips that can help you on your this journey, whether you want to wholesale or not. So the first thing to consider is manufacturing. If your products are handmade, there's only so much time and capacity that you can have in the day to actually physically make your products. So if you want to scale your business, you need to start considering how you can make more product without it taking up all your time. Where can you save time in your manufacturing and increase the number of products you can produce? Look for ways that you can streamline your production, whether that means batching your work or outsourcing part of your manufacturing. If you have a personalized product, I'm sure there are elements of your production that could look the same for all of your products. So maybe you can batch make up to that point or perhaps you can get help cutting letters out. Say maybe you do embroidery wall hangings with names on it. Can you get help pre-cutting the most popular letters of the alphabet so that it can save you some time? Or could you potentially even offer just the um, first letter of a name instead of the full name and pre-make them? Outsourcing part of your production could save you a huge amount of time, whether that is, as we were talking about, cutting out the letters. Or if you make candles, can you order the vessels already labelled or can they be screen printed or can you get someone in to help you stick the little wicks in the vessel or or if you make clothing can you get someone else to come in and do the cutting for you if you make prints can you get someone else to pack them up for you there can be lots of different things that and elements that you can outsource as part of your manufacturing and it can save you hours each week and that will leave you time to sell your products come up with new product ideas and work on your business and not just in your business Most products on the market today are handmade to a certain degree, even the mass-produced ones. When I first started in the industry, it really surprised me just how many elements of production is actually still hand-finished. For example, I worked for a company and we did cupcake-shaped lip balms and they were hand-painted. They were plastic mould, but they were all hand-painted because they were quite intricate and it was actually more affordable to have them hand done than to use different colour plastics for example. There is a lot of hand finishing and definitely a lot of hand packaging going around so there's no reason why you can't do a bit of that on a smaller scale. And just because you outsource part of your manufacturing or get some help it doesn't make your product any less handmade and 
and it will help you to grow your capacity and grow your sales. The next thing to consider is shipping and shipping schedule. To save time and not jump from task to task, can you consider setting up dedicated shipping dates? I know now during COVID, I've seen a lot of business owners do this and it seems to be working really well for people. So instead of going to the post office every day, you can go maybe Monday, Wednesday and Friday, for example. Or in some cases, if you have started shipping a much larger volume, perhaps you can get arrange a collection instead. Anything like that that can save you time can be very much worth it. If you're shipping a lot of parcels with courier, for example, the difference booking them to have them collected versus actually going to dropping them off is might seem large at first, but a couple of pounds per parcel is not that bad if you're considering, say, you have three parcels a day. If that is costing you six pounds extra, but it would have taken you over an hour to go back and forth to the drop-off point then that might be a cost that is worth it to you. If I mean, if you think about how many products you can make or how many sales you can make in the same amount of time, look at how you can streamline your shipping and your shipping schedule. Do you use the same size box over and over again? Can you then pre-build them so you have a whole bunch of them done? Get your children involved or making boxes after school or your partner or someone else in the family. If you place the same stickers and stamps on each box, can you have that done in advance while when you make the boxes up? Batching things up can, is one of the easiest ways to save time and something any big warehouse or distribution centre does all the time. Another way to batch things would be to pick more than one order at a time. You can save a lot of time by picking all the orders with the same items together. So if you spend some time and sorting them before you print the shipping labels, then great, because then you can print off all the ones that has the same product and pick them all at the same time. And then that is going to take a lot less time than walking around and picking different things for each order individually. Even if you don't ship a lot of orders each day, getting into a habit of batching your orders early on can really help you save time in the lead up to Christmas or at particularly busy times. It's a good habit to get into. It will also really help you if you reach a a stage where you need to get help with packing your orders and when people are not so familiar with your products and it can reduce the risk of mispicks and mistakes. The next thing I wanted to chat to you about is simplifying things. It's great to offer a range of different products, but if a customer has too many options, it can lead to overwhelm and indecisiveness and ultimately to a loss of a sale. When you start looking at scaling your business, look for things, look for ways to simplify and streamline your range. Make sure that you know who what your best sellers are so that you know what perhaps you need to move away from and what you should be going in heavier to. So if something is super popular, what else can you do that are similar to that? Whereas if something has really slowed down, it can really save you time by not having keeping that in stock and money and cash flow. So there's lots of benefit to streamlining your range. 
Another way to streamline your range might be to add in a more affordable option that is less expensive but also doesn't take you as long to make. For example, if you hand embroider hoops, can your embroidery be photographed and turned into artwork for greeting cards or can you make up kits for those hoops so that you have one price point for your already finished embroidered hoops and one for do-it-yourself sort of hoops or perhaps you can even go take it as far as selling pdf downloads of the patterns for those that already have materials at home so that you can have different price points and catch customers earlier on perhaps and also save you time for most handmade products there could be an option if you're happy to think outside the box it could be a simple little change as well as say you sell wrapping paper and you normally team it with you know two sheets folded with gift tags and you have to put the string in them etc perhaps if you want to scale your business you just sell everything separately or you sell the gift tags without the string in it and you just get it in the pack there could be little tweaks that could actually really help you save time that is not gonna make your products any less special another good thing to do when you start to scale your handmade business is that you start to forecast the stock that you need for the next few months or even longer and then you can buy your materials in bulk and hopefully that would mean less time spent buying in suppliers and also better margins. It will also allow you to keep best sellers in stock or partially made up so that you can ship quicker and therefore make more sales and get really prepared for busy times of the year so you can continue to serve your customers without delays throughout those times. Lastly, I want to talk about marketing. Having products that are ready to ship quicker will also help you marketing. You can sell things closer to the big sale days of the year. For example, if your normal cutoff time for Christmas is 1st of December, if you have things that are already partially made or ready to ship, you can market yourself all the way up to a few days before Christmas. Of course, this year we don't know if we're going to have to do earlier cutoff dates because of COVID, but under normal circumstances, we can usually ship things first class or next day all the way up to Christmas. So this could potentially have huge impact on your business since the closer we get to Christmas, the more people are going to be spending. There is always last minute buyers out there so being able to do that for Christmas, Mother's Day, Father's Day for example would give you several extra weeks of sales each year and time to market yourself so that can really have a big impact on your business. When you want to scale your business and we're so into our businesses it can really be hard sometimes to see how you can simplify things, how you can streamline things, what you need to change and if you are finding that tricky I do work with my clients one-to-one and help them with their businesses and how they can scale their businesses so get in touch and perhaps we can work together next year and I really hope that you enjoyed this solo episode that it gave you some food for thought and I will be back next week with another guest episode thank you so much for listening 